Hello, and welcome to the Purposeful Pen Podcast. My name is Amy Simon, and here we find clarity and direction in writing the message that God has given us. We look at the head game of writing, the business of writing, as well as some biblical encouragement along the way. I hope you come away with a renewed sense of purpose and focus as you seek to write that which serves God and loves others. Hello, and welcome to episode five. Today, we're going to talk about reframing success. What is success? The dictionary defines it as the accomplishment of an aim or purpose. So failure then is simply the lack of success. So somebody being successful simply means that they achieved whatever aim or purpose they set out to do. Now we run into trouble with this loaded little word when we make the assumption that there is a universal aim or purpose that we all should be trying to attain. When we perceive that someone has attained that universal goal, we then consider them successful. And maybe we try to attain that same universal goal. So what are some of those goals that we can see as universal? Things everyone naturally aims for. Money is a popular one. Fame or public recognition or prestige or others. Now, the problem is that as Christians, we can buy into these universal goals without even realizing it. And Jesus had a different definition of success. So let's look at the world's definition of success, money and fame. Here's one of the many problems with making those things the thing that we're aiming for. How much money is enough? At what point do we have enough money to be considered successful? Money as a goal tends to be something that never satisfies, and fame falls into the same category. How much is enough? How many social media followers, book sales, speaking gigs, website views? Solomon tried money and fame and a bunch of other things, and he realized that they're all empty. How many actors and singers have found the same thing? They achieve what seems like an amazing level of fame and fortune that surely must satisfy. And then they're found dead from suicide or a drug overdose. Apparently, they discovered the same thing that Solomon did, that it's meaningless, a chasing after the wind. Now, before you take a vow of poverty and throw in the towel to the thought of ever getting enough followers so you can be published, Let's make sure we're not going too far in the other direction. Money isn't bad. It isn't evil. Earning money isn't bad. Having a goal of earning a certain amount of money is not a bad thing. Some Christians wrestle with whether they should be earning money at all from their Christian writing. So let me tell you, yes, it's totally fine. If nothing else, writing comes with expenses. Websites cost money, so do email lists and growing in your craft, etc. It's totally fair to earn at least enough money to pay your expenses for those things. It's also totally okay to earn a profit beyond covering your expenses. Your writing can be a business. It doesn't have to be, but there's nothing wrong with it if it is. Money itself is morally neutral. It's the love of money that God condemns. Money shouldn't be our master. When money is our master, the highest aim that we're trying to achieve, then we tend to be willing to cut corners and make decisions that aren't godly. 
But when we see money as a servant to us and our families, that's a different story. In the same way, building a platform isn't bad. If you would like to be traditionally published, you will need a platform of a certain size, which means a certain number of email subscribers and social media followers in order to catch the attention of a publisher. A publishing contract is a business deal. The publisher needs to know that you can likely sell enough copies of your book to make it a worthwhile investment for them. Having a goal of a certain number of email subscribers or website visits is fine, but don't make that your master. If that is your sole primary aim, it can steer us off course as followers of Jesus. So what should be our definition of success? Seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. That's in Matthew 6, verse 33. So does that mean that if I seek Jesus first, that I'll get money and fame? No, not necessarily. I am not preaching a prosperity gospel here. The verses before Matthew 6, 33 talk about having enough food to eat and clothes to wear, not riches and fame. But I think the idea in general that we should aim higher and along the way we may catch some of those other things. But even if we don't, it won't matter. Our highest aim should be to glorify God and serve others through using the gifts that God has given us. When we have the ultimate definition of success in place, it rearranges all of the other smaller goals underneath it. Growing our numbers becomes more people to reach for Jesus. But if only 20 people are reading my emails, that's great. It's 20 people I'm helping to grow closer to Jesus. We shouldn't discount that or feel like we're not successful. Each person is important in God's eyes, and they should be in ours as well. I lead the women's ministry at my church. When we host an event or a retreat, I always have to remind myself and the women on my lead team what the definition of a successful event is. Yes, it would be great if the food arrived on time, the tablecloths were ironed perfectly, and the program went through without any technical glitches. It's not a bad idea to aim for that. But a successful event is one in which women connect with other women in meaningful ways, where they grow closer in their walks with Jesus, where they have the courage to serve one another according to their gifting. That makes for a successful event. Even if the food is cold, the mics don't work, and the tablecloths are a little wrinkled. It's not at all bad to look to the details, but if we only define success in big numbers, perfect decor, and excellent food, then we're missing the point. So how do you define success for your writing? What are you trying to achieve and why? Try taking a step back and look at what your big picture goals are. How would you like to serve God with your writing? Publish a book, either traditionally or self-published. Start public speaking. Produce a course. Those are all great goals to have. Accomplishing them will involve money and followers, which is also fine. But just remember, our ultimate goal is to bring glory to God and to equip the body of Christ. So I'm going to leave you with a couple Bible verses. First, Ephesians 4, verses 11 through 13. So Christ himself gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, and teachers to equip his people for works of service, 
so that the body of Christ may be built up until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. And then Colossians 3, verse 17, And whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you found it helpful in your writing journey. Please take a look at the show notes for links and resources that were mentioned in the episode. I would love to continue the conversation with you on Instagram. You can follow me there at Amy Simon Writer. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love to hear about it. And you can help the podcast grow by subscribing and sharing it with others who might benefit as well. May you build a writing life that brings joy to you, glory to God, and benefit to others.